This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, and I want to let everyone know before we jump into this episode, a big thank you to Scraping the Coast, the team behind Custom Car Show Productions. It's going to be an amazing 20th anniversary. They're lining up awesome vehicles already to showcase at one of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. It's June 24th, 25th, 26th in Biloxi. Scraping, that's Scraping with an I-N, the coast. Dot com. Big ups to the family. We hope to see you out there. Much more to come on this famed show. Also, don't want to forget about Mini Truck Showdown family. Their next event on paper is going to be February of 2023. And that is going to be out there in Bakersfield, California. So much more coming on Kern County Showdown. Keep it tuned to OLP. And thank you so much to our title sponsors. Big ups. We'll see you at Scraping the Coast in less than two months. Like a $2 deal. Like a $2 whore? Yep. Yo, 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 yo. It's our lifestyle podcast, also known really as OLP. Episode 288, jam-packed. Mini truck scene updates and so much more. But first, I heard him chomping on an apple. Is that Miggity Mike DeMayer or is it Hank that called in this week on the hotline? Dude, Hank paid me big bucks to be on the podcast this week. I was like, listen, Hank, bro, next week, we'll put you in next week. I missed last week. Thanks for DJ Mays filling in for me. I'm sure you got a lot more downloads and a lot more listens because of it. So uh, thanks for doing that killer job, DJ Mays. Always good hearing you. But yes, sir, I am back. Hells yeah, man. I'm so glad you're back. And Mike, we got, dude... You know, we say this all the time, like, a st- you know, the stand-up late-night comedians that go, we got a jam-packed show. I know Conan used to always say this, I think, a jam-packed show. And, uh, you know, we say that every week, but, man, listen, uh, we've been over three, going on three and a half years straight of every Friday. I can't believe it. But it's thanks to the scene of ours and how many great people are out there, all these badass trucks. It gives us the content to talk about. And, uh, Mike, I'm excited for this one. Always excited to be on here. Always good to talk with you, ODB, and uh, on here you know, with the rest of the Airhead Nation. Real deal. So here's what we kind of got. Um, I do have a couple guests lined up for the next couple weeks. If we're not able to link up with the guest, um, which is going to be a fantastic guest for this week, uh, this one will just kind of ride as many truck scene updates and more. And um, it's... You know, we have a short week. We'll talk about why, and uh, but we want to keep the content coming. And again, we've got enough. But uh, just know, I, I don't want to give away too much because I, you know, anytime I do that, then it ends up maybe it doesn't work out. But um, you know, we we have some big fish on the hook, Mike. And you know, you, you don't want to like tell the fish story, like tell you you don't want to tell your buddy you caught the big fish. Uh, until really you reeled it in, right? Because it could get away at the very last second. You know what I'm saying? And fish, you know, fish can kind of be slimy. You know what I'm saying? How they can like shoot out of your hands. 
So <laughs> we just have to, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're a fisherman. We just oh, have yeah. to be very careful not to like, you know, let, let the, let the big one off the hook yet. Well, it's funny you bring up fish and fishermen and the big fish because today our daughter just finished her, um, her junior year in college. So she's got two weeks before the summer session starts. And, uh, so she came home and she's spending the week with us. So this morning, um, we went to, um, we went on a charter charter boat and went fishing. Well, needless to say, Jay, she absolutely kicked my ass today fishing. She pulled in 15 and I only got four and all four of mine were not keepers. And I believe out of the 15, I think it was, I think it was like six of hers were actually keepers. But needless to say, it was something that she wanted to do. And it's something that we used to do all the time when she was, you know, when she was home. So it was good to uh, go back fishing again and, and uh, just me and her out there and uh, had a great time. So I'm, uh, I'm uh, needless to say, uh, she kicked my ass. Are you, are you guys one of the families where like you'll go around and you'll kind of see a truck sometimes on the side of the road and you're kind of like, man, what are they doing down there? And it's some weird like little pond. I mean, dude, fisher people, not just fisher men, f- fisher men and w- fisher women, they, they, they will find uh, a body of water to cast into, won't they? Is that you guys kind of like pulled out like on some, you know, weird desolate road just casting away or do you guys have your, your go-to spot? Uh, no, we actually go and charter a boat and, um, and we go out and, uh, and we fish out in the, you know, in the, in the, off the coast there. So, uh, no, we, we don't stop on the side of the road and, you know, with our cane poles, not knocking anybody that does, you know, to each their own. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, we, 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 we actually get on a boat and go out in the water. Hey, if you want to go out with me sometime, you know, on a boat. Uh, I go about a hundred miles out, um, usually by myself. And listen, I'm going to be honest. Listen, I'm serious. I don't have any. I don't recommend this. Hank has kind of taught me over the years. Like I don't have any safety. Like I don't have radios, phones, you know, life preservers or anything like that. But if you want to go, dude, I, I really want you to go with me. And my boat uh, is tight. You know, it's called the slice. Uh, slice of life, I think, is what I called it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So just let me know, bro. I do. I do look at that high craft advisory though, so I won't go out in a bad storm. Like if it's kind of windy out, I'll go. You know what I'm saying? But I'll only go about fifty miles out then. Okay. It's just LMK, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, good so, luck on that one, though. So, Mike, one thing we didn't do last week, and I apologize. You know, I'm usually good at looking at the calendar. I think last week we just had just a jam-packed episode, but it's no excuse. You just kind of mentioned the time you spent with your daughter, but we have to to stop for a minute and just say happy Mother's Day to all the awesome moms. And even if you're not a mom, maybe you're one of the females that listen, you know, you obviously have a mom, right? So, Mike, a huge shout-out to all of the ladies and the moms that are holding it down because, like I've always said, that's probably the hardest job in the world, let's be honest. Um, I would say yes, that, that is definitely the hardest job in the world because not only do they have to work, put up with the kids, but they also got to put up with their husbands as well. Yeah. Especially so. you, man. Cause I mean, I've told Shannon, I've confided in her, like, I feel bad, you know? And she goes, why? And I said, I, I just know, you know, all the stuff. 
And she goes, I don't know what you mean. I go, like, banana hammock, the project, you know, <laughs> that stuff's playing hot, heavy. She goes, you know, listen, we're, you know, it's like Mike's getting AccuAir, which was our favorite air suspension, by the way. He's either getting AccuAir on the truck or, you know, the roof's going to just keep leaking for another year. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just let off on, on Shannon a little bit. Will do. Will do. So, Mike, this episode 288, uh, we kind of gave the overview, but – Last week, we didn't have a lot of time. I kind of ran out, trying to keep things tighter. I didn't get a chance to talk about 1987, so here's all I'm going to say. The top Billboard song of 1987, dude, can you believe this, was Walk Like an Egyptian, dude. That My understanding was you've got that still on cassette, and that was your jam, and I want to see you do the dance at the next show, man. Um, yeah, no, I'm down, bro. On stage, wherever it may be, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Dude, Guns N' Roses, DJ Mays, bro, he came through. He got you at tick mark. So please, man, give him a high five and a salute at the next one. He was able to, you know, I, my long-winded speech about Guns N' Roses' debut album. But you know Hank did, it's not even a rumor, he did ghostwrite uh, Paradise City, you know, take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green and, you know, the rest. You know what I mean? Um, no, honestly, I don't know the rest. Dude. Fill us in. The grass is green and the girls are pretty. That was Hank's dude. That was his writing, bro. So, man, classic. The top movie. This was, you know, this fluctuates per IMDb was The Princess Bride. And uh, don't laugh. That's one of my favorite movies of all time, dude. It's not even a cult classic. So do not use the C word on me, Mike. That movie all time. It's got Fred. Um, it's got Savage in the beginning. And, uh, man, it's classic, dude. Um, I don't remember that one, bro. Dude, bro, I'm man. I'm not. I'm. You know what? I'm not even gonna go down this bunny trail here. I can't believe it. <laughs> now I'll say this: one of the other top movies of the year was Dirty Dancing, and you know who loves that one, dog? Oh yeah, my wife. Well, in LMC. <laughs> well, my wife loves it so much that we watch it. I think every damn time it comes on TV. Dude, LMC, I talked to him, Mini Nats, from Lowest Common Denominator Podcast. He's working on a video, I think, to reenact some of those scenes. So him and him and Shay and Farva may, you know, Farva's just trying to kind of get in there and kind of do some of them. But, you know, they're working on the lake scenes and stuff like that. So, you know, that's the cool thing. When you listen to LCD, you'll know that they're working on that. And then the last thing, Mike, was, um, you know, being a G.I. Joe fan – you may not recall this, but the fr- uh, GI Joe they did release um, the refrigerator uh, from the the the, the Bears uh, in 1987. That's the only GI Joe I kept when I sold kind of my collection. But uh, the fridge, William Refrigerator Perry, you remember who he was? He kind of was a big star in that era after the whole sh- Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, absolutely, he was. Yep, yep. So those were a few things for 1987. I did want to squeeze in, but. Mike, this overview for episode 288, so don't get it twisted. We just hit on 87. We'll talk about 88. I will later, but brought to you by Graphics Mafia. It's Ryan and who, Mike? Hey, buddy. Graphics Mafia with an X, G-R-A-P-H-I-X, Mafia.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you need stickers, decals, maybe you're looking to take your business to the next level, Hit up Graphics Mafia. They're on, again, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Buddy or Ryan will take care of you. So, Mike, just kind of keeping this thing going, 
the last episode recap, it was cool that we had Tim on repping Acrophobia. You know, Tim has been a staple in this mini truck scene of ours the last 20 years or so. He kind of told his story, and it was pretty cool to hear the history of how he kind of came from the sport compacts, but over with his Tacoma dude. And, um, dude, every time he always texts me, he goes, yo, every time you talk about the banana hammock, you know, Mike's truck, he gets <laughs> he gets ideas, you know, so – but I think that's why his truck's been redone so much because he's always gunning to kind of try to try to take you out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and believe me, there's a lot more, a lot more trucks out there that are so much cooler, so much bad, more badass than mine. I'm just glad that you mentioned mine. That's all. Yeah, but Tim, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks to everyone in Acrophobia that listened and continues to listen. Great club, born here in. Uh, Florida uh, in terms of the name and uh, you know they've been around 20 plus so you know tip of the cap to those great ladies and the dudes in the club last episode recap brought to you by Lone Star Throwdown you can go to LoneStarThrowdown.com they have not reset the timer yet but in about three months or less typically they're gonna kind of fire the cannons and let the pre-registration open with the floodgates, and then you'll be able to pre-register. Lone Star Throwdown, the, what is it going to be, the 11th anniversary? No, the 12th anniversary. I'm getting confused because uh, I think this was the 11th we just had. Uh, but next year, bottom line is, last weekend in the month of February 2023, we'll be out in Conroe, Texas, and and you know we're hoping it's going to be great weather. We love the show, rain show, rain, a snow, or shine. We're there. So, Mike, we got the trivia with Mike. And, Mike, oh, I got one question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, players. Now it's time to get serious. Dude, it's a holiday special here. This 1988 action-packed movie uh, cemented the lead actor as one of Hollywood's A-list leading men while also launching a franchise of this series. It came out July 15, 1988. It was filmed at the 20th Century Fox headquarters, which, of course, was owned by Fox. It uh, It's a top movie site location that people go to in Los Angeles. And, Mike, all I can tell you is yippee. You know what? I'm not even going to say it. Dude, one of the all-time great action-packed movies. In fact, when The Rock came out with, a couple years ago, they came out with the movie Skyscraper. I think it was called, I got a chance to see it, Sneak Peek Preview. He kind of talked about this action-packed star 30-plus years prior was someone that he watched when he was younger, and he was like, yo, one day I want to be a movie star like that, dude. And with or without shoes... This guy went all in, dude. And I'm telling you right now, if you haven't seen this movie, Mike, we might have to recast your role on OLP. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. That's some. <laughs> well, shit, I guess there was no fucking around with that then because, I mean, God forbid, the last thing I want to do is lose my role in OLP. And, um, I mean, because, dude, the best movie of all time in 19 to come out in 1988. Sorry, hands down was big. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's and a classic, dude. Penny Marshall, bro, director. Boom. Bro, I don't remember who the hell directed it, but I just know 
Tom Hanks was in it. I can okay? never. Okay, here's a quick fact. I can never do the whole song. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco Pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. Da, 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 da. I, I don't know the whole song, but that's a that's a great little jingle in the movie. Okay, and um, but you had said something about Yippee Kaye. What? No, I didn't. Wait, no, no. I I believe that's what I you were I, trying to say. <clears throat> no, I didn't say that. So as soon as you said that, that made me remember exactly what this was. But before I get to it, because Coming to America, I believe, also came out in 1988, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you would be right. Uh, Okay. If I remember correctly, that came out, um, it was in 88. I forget what month it was. I think that was around the summer. That was June or something. I don't remember the months. I just was trying to guess that around that time, and I'm pretty sure that, that that was out. But back to this question, okay, at hand, and the thing that blows my mind about this movie that you're re- referring to is is they want to say that this is the best, the best. Say it with me, Mike. Christmas. The best Christmas movie of all time. Oh, you're getting cool. You're getting a little warmer. And this is no way the best Christmas movie. Hands down is not the best Christmas movie ever. Matter of fact, this is probably not even Bruce Willis's best movie. (laughs) So, I mean, it it just, it blows my mind that people think that that is the best, you know, Christmas movie of all time. And do people even say that it is? Because in 1988, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, because my daughter's favorite movie and she loves, you know, she works at Universal, is Beetlejuice. And I think Beetlejuice came out in 1988 as well. It did. It did. That is did a, it? Okay. That is I couldn't true, remember if it was around a, that time or, or what. That's a true but, classic. And I'll tell you that I know was March 30th of 88 because that's the same uh, month that my wife was born, March. Okay, well, I can't remember all that stuff, but Die Hard is the movie that you're referring to. Yes, ding, ding, ding. And, yeah, ding, ding, ding. Best Christmas movie of all time, guys. Well, let's just say this. Let's slice these hairs real quick. Let's just say this. Let's not even say it's the best Christmas movie. As long as you and I agree that it is a Christmas movie, (laughs) that's all, dude, right there. You just, we're good. Well, I'm going to go with na- the ne- the next year, National Lampoons. That's one of my, you know, it may not be the best, but that's one of my favorite movies, Christmas movies. You know what I love about National Lampoon is when they go and chop that damn tree down, <laughs> and then they take it back to the house, <laughs> and this bitch is busting out the windows, busting out the front door. Then it's got all that fucking sap. family of, oh my God, the sap, the the family of squirrels that are living in it or whatever the fuck that animal was that was living in it. Oh, my God. What a fucking mess, dude. And Hey, hey Griswold, where are you going to put it? <laughs> Bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> oh, my God, uh, dude. That now, that, that was an awesome Christmas movie. Christmas at the Cranks. I mean, come on, dog. That is an awesome Christmas movie. Dude, uh, here's something cool. In September, I'm going to go out to the Raddies event that's out in California. Kind of the Lincoln's going to get together and all this. But my buddy, all about Los Angeles, um, you know, Sean got a chance to link up with him and different things. But I'm hoping I can get on the Warner Brothers backlot, the the one that's kind of off limits to the public. He's got some connections. But Mike, not only is the Griswold house on that road, 
But the, the, the pool is also there. So remember when Cousin Eddie gets on the diving board and he's kind of envisioning the pool that's going to get built? I want to get a photo on that same diving board, dude. Now, I'm don't hold me to it. I'm not going to get the same bathing suit on. You know what I mean? Because that's just not my style. Well, because you told me not to hold you to it. <laughs> now. Dizzy, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dizzy from the Spark Show. And did you know, real quick, Mike, I got to give Dizzy a shout-out. Did you know that he's been getting hired by other show promoters to kind of lead some of the digital stuff that he's doing, right, with the graphics and things like that? I love hearing it, dude. Dizzy's on the rise. Oh, Dizzy's always on the rise, homie. Yep, he is. So, uh, Trivia with Mike this week brought to you by AccuWare. Big ups to AccuWare. Whether you uh, want to spend money on the best air suspension management arguably in the scene that's up to you but you can also go out uh to youtube and follow accuware they're continuing to ramp up the content not only on social media but also on youtube as i mentioned but mike they also have those air fresheners though i mean dude if you would have told me years ago you can go on accuware and spend as little as five dollars i wouldn't have believed you but i but i really do love those air fresheners the shirts they've got the lifestyle stuff Oh, by the way, they got stickers too, so pretty cool stuff. Oh, definitely. Definitely some cool stuff. So, Mike, the few updates that we can cover, and then I'll let you cut away because I know that you've been busy. The scene updates, okay? So I had to look to make sure that um, that this had posted, and Bob Hayes, in fact, did post in Mini Trucking, uh, Where Are They Now? Uh, this was on May 7th, so late last week he did post. So, drum roll. Kind of like on National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, of course. Uh, we're not going to be plugging in lights right now. But I want to give uh, Mike and I, on behalf of the Mini Truck Hall of Fame and all of those that have worked, um, you know, support the scene and, and have worked so hard to even get in and be mentioned, uh, congrats to everyone. But, Mike, here's what we got. 2022 Hall of Fame inductees. We got journalist Travis Nowak. Congrats, former OLP guest. Painter. K-Daddy, okay? K-Daddy's Customs, former OLP guest, OG, great guy. Got a connection there as well with Josh Ellis, so thanks. Mike, today's a special day for our dear friend Greg Miller. It's his what, Mike? Today is his birthday. You got a, span, you got a chance to talk to Lauren, my understanding, and how fitting is it that the Scraping the Coast in their 20th year, STC, their 20th anniversary is coming up the last weekend in June, and they get voted in this year as the show for Mini Truck Hall of Fame. How freaking awesome. Bro, it's definitely awesome. And not only is it awesome, but I also, like you said, I also talked to Lauren, and the indoors at Scraping the Coast is sold out. So this year, guys, make your plans because they plan on pulling out all the stops to make it the biggest and baddest year yet. So uh, get those hotels booked. Um, I know she's got a book of rooms or a block of rooms. Um, I believe it was the Marriott, which is like right down the road from where the show actually is, right across from the beach. Um, so just check it out. Uh, go to the event page, hit the going button, and uh, get ready for Scraping the Coast, guys, because it's going to be one hell of a show. STC, of course, scrapingthecoast.com for more info. Thanks, Mike. Now, Club, big. I'm going to throw the diamond up right now. Not the Rockefeller diamond. I'm going to throw the Severed diamond uh, congrats to all my sisters and brothers. Congrats to Kurt and Brett who started this thing 
30 years ago in nine deuce along with NC and of course you know RA in 91 but to be celebrating the 30th anniversary with severed getting patched in dude I'm super stoked you got truck rough cut company Thorbeck builder Jody Hall and I had called Mike I know you had talked to LMC I had called and chatted with him and he was on he was getting ready to did to arrive at Jody Hall's and he goes yo I'm wearing an OLP shirt man but he goes, I'm only telling you that because, like, we, you know, he all, he's always so humble and saying, hey, man, he appreciates what we do. And I'm like, dude, we love what you do. But, dude, he had the unique opportunity to go to Jody Hall's place. You know, he's got that connection with him. You know, Jody Hall getting a little bit older and he's got things going on in his life. And he had a chance to, to basically kind of be, you know, like when the NFL, the, the big heavy set guy there always knocks on the door and says, hey, you know, gives him a hug and says, welcome to the hall. That's what LMC was able to do with Jody Hall, and apparently Jody Hall was just absolutely without words, man. Uh, yes, he was, and like I tried to explain to him, um, without LMC and without their podcast, um, I wouldn't know exactly who Jody Hall is or was, and, um, and or when I say was, what he built and uh, what he continues to do. Um, so uh, Mr. Ranger, I think, is uh, basically is what, uh, is what they called him. So, um, uh, you know, congratulations and, uh, thanks LMC for doing what you guys do. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So then I know a little bit more of, uh, of Mr. Hall. So absolutely doing their thing over there. Loving it. 100%. Courtney Hallowell award Ernie Macias rest in peace. Uh, I love the fact that he's getting the love, uh, but he also got, you know, a lot of flowers while he was here from his clubmates and so many people, Although we want Ernie to still be here, it was the right thing, and, and I thank the, the committee for doing this. Uh, Mini Truck Memorial Award was Jake Moore, so congratulations. So more on that coming up. Uh, Mike, this was also something late-breaking that I wanted to mention to you is um, i got to give a tip of the cap, and I'll be honest, I have not had a chance to listen. I wanted to get with Brian this week. Uh, just to, It's not going to work out. Kind of other things you know, in the mix. But Brian Good from Grinder TV and Frank from Custom Life YouTube and his brand that he has built, these guys are always together. We saw them at Mini Nats. We see them all over the country. They're great kinfolk. But Mike, they started a podcast, which I thought was awesome. And uh, you know, these guys gave a lot of inspiration to folks like even you and I and so many others with the stuff they were doing. And then here they are now, going, "Hey, we also want to you know do even more." And they're they're they've got the podcast. I, I think it's called The Drop, um, with Frank and Brian. So tip of the cap to those guys. I'm looking it up right now. And uh, can you tell me where I can find that at? Yeah. So I'm on Spotify. I just typed in The Drop with Frank and Brian. All kind of separate words. They've got two episodes. They've got the pilot, which dropped on Wednesday, 57 minutes. And then they have episode one, who is Frank and Brian, episode or that's fifty nine minutes. Now they're probably going to continue to, you know, with podcasting, you kind of have to set up whoever your host is. You've got to kind of link it over to different uh, avenues. And I just did that with the other podcast I produced, Lincoln Addict. I had to, you know, kind of submit it to TuneIn Radio, submit it here, submit it there, kind of branch it out. But um, you know, that's probably going to continue to build, so you'll probably see it in more spots. But, um, you know, they could, I think they could have called the first episode like new podcast, who dis? You know what I mean? Well, 
I just found it and follow following on Spotify. These guys, you know, they they have showed us love in different videos, and you know, Frank has been on, Brian has been on. I love the stuff they do. I mean, they're very talented. They both have YouTube channels, but although they might sometimes kind of borrow each other's style a little bit, to me, they're they're totally in their own lane. They've like both of them could go to the same show. You know, like this weekend, I know is Battle and Bama. You're going to be going, Mike, and they could both be there. They could both produce a video. And, and I would have equal fun watching both of them. I mean, those guys are truly talented. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and the videos. And so, yeah, definitely uh, definitely looking forward to this one. Something for me to listen to on my on my, uh, <clears throat> on my daily delivery. Yeah, the truck smut, right? That's what you meant? Oh, truck smut, yes. Yeah. Okay, so check this out. A couple more um, here in this category in, or in this segment. Uh, Jeff... Giles, dude, after two years, I finally static dropped to 620, and uh, he did a disc break conversion. I tell you what, Jeff, I love seeing him at shows, man. That guy does not rest, man, whether he's working out, doing the family thing, or working on trucks, Mike. I wish I had half his energy. <laughs> well, I'm shocked he's got time, so much time he spends in the gym. Yeah, he's always killing it, dude. So check this out, man. I know um, I have always wanted to go to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I had an opportunity one year. I think I was up there for work in, a, in an area, and I was like, man, it's only a couple-hour drive, but I didn't go. But Ryan Rutledge from AccuWare, our homie, we know that you know AccuWare is always on board with Eastbound Get Down, also known in my mind as EBGD, okay? But Eastbound Get Down, I know AccuWare is a big supporter. They are now a big supporter of OLP, and we can't thank them enough. But did you see that epic photo? Of him, and someone took the photo, and he's pointing at his ticket. He says, when you bet one race, all derby, purely based on taking the long odds, and that pony comes from behind to hit 79-1, to 1, dude. I watched some drone footage or over overhead camera footage of this, dude, and I'm telling you, bro, it's been a long time. I go to the horse track all the time. You know I'm betting horses and stuff. But, dude, I had goosebumps, man. That horse ran its ass off dude and that had to have been so fun to be there i i tell you what watching it on tv um they say you know it's the quickest uh, uh two minutes and and all of uh, uh and all porn? of porn? sports or, or whatever they want to call it or well I'm, I'm not talking about your bedroom uh jay i'm just i'm just i'm talking about Right, know, the sports, actual horse sports, race. Uh, yeah, I'm going to edit yes, that out. Yes, sports, yes. sports is what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, edit, edit that out for sure. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, bro, there is a shit ton of people, celebrities, billionaires, millionaires. I mean, it is huge there. So you definitely fit right in um, there um, at the Kentucky Derby. So I, I, do, I do say that we need, to, we, make, we need to make an appearance at the Kentucky Derby for sure. Yeah, you know, Hank, when he went, there's a photo of him swirling around from years ago. He had, like, one of the big Abraham Lincoln top hats on because he gets jealous of all the ladies with their hats. So he wears, like, an Abe Lincoln deal, bro. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But uh, congratulations to Ryan again, Ryan and AccuWare. Dude, he's such a great guy, always answering questions. I'll have to go in next week. Derek, I was communicating with him, and Derek actually helped me help a guy in Georgia, 
and it ended up being just something very minor, and the guy was so thrilled, you know, with his accurate stuff, so uh, pretty cool stuff there. Mike, did you see this? This is cool. We don't always see this from show promoters. Jason Bell at Bell's Rod Shop, not only did they throw one of the biggest, baddest shows in the eternity of mini trucking, in my opinion, they also did a reorder for Southeast Mini Trucking Nats. Um, you can go out to his Instagram. I think it was back on May 6th, it looks like. But they've got the uh, show shirts, which I think is a unique opportunity for those to re-up. Or, think about this, Mike, those that weren't at the event. Well, he must have had a bunch of questions about it then because usually re-ups are a pain in the ass. Yeah. And trying to get him, uh, trying to get them to uh, print them, that's a whole other uh, question because they're so busy <laughs> over a graphic disorder. So hats off to him for wanting to have to go through all that again. Yeah, man, I, I totally agree, man. It's crazy, and uh, it was pretty cool to see that. I think those were the main updates that I kind of wanted to share. I do know that Street Trucks continues to share their new um, issues, the new covers, uh, through their uh, website, streettrucksmag.com. And I think that's cool, Mike, because the, the you know we get that little bit of insight to what that next issue is and um you know whether it be a C10 a mini an OBS they continue uh just to put out awesome stuff Mike and of course this new one is the June 2022 it's indescribable I think it's kind of maybe the insert title but it's Jason Cassidy's bagged violet 80 C10 and um I think it's going to be cool so I'm looking forward to that issue streettrucksmag.com to subscribe nice mike dude we gotta think we have not talked about this in a minute have you seen lately i was on this website i was buying a new sport truck shirt the other day hmm. it's yeah, um you were on the website yeah well yeah well <clears throat> i'll edit that out but you know not that one that was a different day but uh no, okay garage gear clothing yeah <laughs> Garage Gear Clothing, the guy the other day, I got to thank him, he posted a video of his truck, uh, the engine bay and stuff, kind of showing some stuff. And in the background, I was like, that guy sounds just like me. And it was a Garage Gear Clothing advertisement. And he tagged them as well, and they gave thumbs up. But did you see how much their shipping is right now? Um, let me guess. Is it the same that it's always been uh, free in the United States, Jay? Dude, on all... US of A orders the only brand that I know of in our mini truck scene, whether it's Garage Girl, it's the children, it's the dudes, it's the garage gear. Let's be honest. The only ones I've seen offer very free ship in the US of A. <laughs> so get out there, garagegearclothing.com. Mike, before I let you go, uh, I want to just wrap up this segment. Um, listen, this weekend, I know we don't always get a chance um, to talk about, you know, Battle in Bama. I do know that I did announce recently that we're going to highlight mostly, you know, the all the shows on the first episode of every month, right? But any key show updates that we have, if we're getting ready to peel out of town, we'll also cover these uh, during this segment. But, Mike, I know that you're looking forward to it uh, to get up there to Alabama. Uh, yeah, we are, uh, me and Shannon leave Thursday. And uh, get to head on up to uh, good old, uh, wonderful state of Alabama once again. And uh, look forward to it. I can't wait. And uh, hang out up there with our uh, Aftermath uh, 
uh, truck gang and uh, have a damn good time. It's been quite a while since we've been to um, Battle in Bama, and, and I definitely look forward to it because I tell you what, some of the stuff that I've already seen that's going to be there, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, very cool stuff, man. I know you're looking forward to it, so get up there, have a good time. I know a lot of people in the U.S. descend upon the South. It's a great time of year. I know today, um, May 10th, was like one of the, the nicest days. I mean, dude, it was so nice outside. Of course, the South is going to be nice, and you got people from all over. Uh, so, again, have fun there at the show. Tag the show. Hashtag the show, and uh, have a good time. Mike, I... I, dude, I apologize. You know, sometimes I, I try to remind everyone, although I have, you know, I feel like I have a good grasp on a, on a decent mind, I am no better than the next guy, okay? I, I will tell anybody that. I do forget things sometimes, and I would ask people to uh, to bear with me because it's not that uh, that I do anything intentional. But I do know that Madhu, right, the Trucks of Rosa, our homie, he had um, he had reached out to me at some point, and there was going to be a barbecue, a gathering at his house. So I want to thank Madhu for reminding me. He's a good dude, man. I guess that goes, Mike. Madhu, he's a good dude. I like that, man. I like that spin. But uh, Madhu, seriously, he had hit me up, and he goes, Yo, please, ODB, don't forget to mention May 28th at 2197 West uh, N-I-C-K-A, Jack. Nickajack Road? Dude, that's a legit road. Nickajack. N-I-C-K-A. N-I-C-K-A. Jack. Nickajack, bro. Ring Gold, Georgia, 30736. He's a good guy, and he kind of just said, hey, man, um, it's going to be uh, you know, laid-back style, mini trucks, just get together. Uh, hit up Madhu, M-A-D-H-U, on Facebook. That's going to pull him up. Uh, he's the only mini trucker that I know with that name. He's a good guy. And please, if you can, get on out there. Um, I appreciate when people like James from Hashtag Mini Movement had reached out. And he says, hey, buddy, if you get a chance, can you mention Spring Slam is coming up on the 21st, the next show, uh, one of the next shows. So I go on Facebook and type in Spring Slam. It comes up 2022. And I want to give a huge shout out um, to James at Hashtag Mini Movement. Uh, 656 Airport Road in Rockingham, North Carolina. He's a good dude, and that's a one-day deal. And uh, it's out there on uh, on Facebook, Mike. So, you know, again, thanks. And, and Mike, you know this about me. Uh, I don't like to make mistakes. I don't like to forget stuff. But, dude, we cover a lot. So I don't want anyone to ever think that we're not covering their stuff. That's it. Uh, no, you uh, definitely do a great job. And, uh, you know, hey. Uh, life gets in the way sometimes, so can't remember everything, bro. Come on. Yep, I appreciate that. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Cruise of the Pines, although we did announce recently, based upon their post, their show is postponed. But, Mike, this was cool. They did mention that their barbecue is still on for this Saturday, the 15th. That's at Bro or Bass Pro Mesa. And um, you can go to Cruise to the Pines on Instagram. There's more information. That's cool, Mike. Even though their show had to be postponed, they're still kind of doing what they can. The show is going to be in October. More to come. So I, I think that's it, Mike, for the key show updates. Uh, again, if we miss something, we apologize. We try to cover everything. We've actually scaled back in this segment only because 
we do feel like, I feel like when I'm editing this stuff, it's a lot that we talk about. So we don't, I don't want to overwhelm. Key show updates brought to you by the West Coast Influence. If you don't know, now you know, homie. Minitruckfilm.com. Order the Blu-ray or DVD, Mike. And you got a big Blu-ray DVD collection, VHS collection. You know how important it is to keep that collection tight. West Coast Influence can be purchased via minitruckfilm.com. Yeah, or make sure you can check us out at a show and you can pick it up from your boys with OLP. Yeah, because we got a few. And, dude, here's the only thing. I know Radar, he listens. Radar, let's do this, brother. Please, let's get someone to print the VHS deals, right, the little cases. And we got to get a version that we can put on a VHS. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is nostalgic. You know what I mean? Michael even, I think, I talked to Mike about this one day, Michael even helped chip in on it. You know what I mean? But I just Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I just need one, you know, and I just want to mess with the tracking button while it's kind of playing, you know? So Yeah. I just want to see the sticker on there that says, Be Kind, Rewind. Yeah, and you know what we'll do is in our OLP booth when you come in, if he'll if he'll let us buy some, we'll have a special area in the back that you have to kind of go under the cloak and dagger deal. What is it? A, <laughs> you gotta lift it up, you know, because you don't want you know that's the truck smut section. Oh, the VHS, yeah, I'll have that one. Take two of those, okay, Mike? <laughs> buy one and get one. Um, dude, um, ourlifestylepodcast.com, Order the time. Machine merch, of course, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be out of time. You're going to be out of time soon, Mike. If you don't go to ourlifestylepodcast.com, thanks to Charles Armstrong, the kid, for allowing us to do this. We partnered up with them. Salute to everyone in subculture, dude, Mike. I'm excited for it, dude, and and I'm excited for you guys to have a good time this weekend. Uh, can't wait, man. Can't wait. Uh, wish you were going to be there, uh, but don't worry, we'll have a good time without you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Made of Steel is going to be the week afterwards. Um, I'm probably going to miss, I hate to say this, possibly the next two. Now, Mike, you're also going to be at Relaxing in the Park St. Louis the following weekend, which I think is cool. Yes. You have really yes, put the hammer down this year, so so congrats. Um, I think I, I did have to bail out. I talked to Mays. I did look at flights again. I had fantastic pricing on flights, and the times just were not aligning with how I needed to be able to get in there and get out uh, based upon Allegiant. But I'll say this, Mike, that allows me to make it to Made of Steel if I can. I am planning right now to be wiring the shop this weekend and next weekend, so I'm going to have to see how things work out with my friend Fred. Got to get the electricity in there. Got to get that permit closed. And got to stay on the rise. You know what I mean? Oh, always on the rise, brother. So I've got one more segment that I'll cover. Mike's going to drop. I'll talk about 1988 and some hammered weekend wear. But, Mike, I think that's all I got, man. I'm glad you got a chance to spend some time with Shannon, with your daughter. Uh, you guys had a long weekend. We didn't get a chance to really talk about all the craziness. But uh, have a good rest of the week, man. I know you got a lot planned, dude. Stay on the rise and send me some photos, cuz. Don't forget me. Hey, absolutely, brother. You take care. Uh, with that being said, Airhead Nation. Beginning live Mike low. the mayors out here. Live low, Mike. Peace out, dog. See ya. Thanks, dude. So the last segment that I have is quick. Actually, two segments. It's quick, though. Airhead Nation. Uh, this week, the Airhead Nation goes out to all the moms. We said it earlier. It's the, probably the hardest job in the world. You put up with the kids. You have the kids. You put up with the husbands. And uh, I really do hope, although you know we're a little belated here with our 
Happy Mom's Day. We really hope that you had a great day. And even to all the non-moms out there, right? You, you know, you spent time with your mom or you thought about your mom or your mom's legacy. And I always think about this, you know, our ancestors uh, are, you know, they got us to where we are. You know, today um, is the anniversary of the Transcontinental Railroad, like when they, when they, you know, did the golden spike, so to speak. And I posted about that on my on my Instagram, but I say that because, or excuse me, on my Facebook. But I say all that because the people that came before us, you know, a lot of hardworking people, a lot of hardworking women, right? And you think about where we are today, all of the luxuries that we have. I also I often do think back and how easy we do have life. You know, we go through some trials and tribulations, you know, stress this, money that, got to have a job here, do this, totally get it. But dude, my pops used to say it, we're living in the best time in the history of the galaxy, dude. I mean, we really, you want something to eat, you order on your phone and someone brings it to your house. I mean, this is just insane. So, you know, I think back and say, although some people say it's it's uh, the pussification of who we are. Listen, technology is leading us to do um, what we do. <laughs> so, again, I don't want to get too far off topic, right? I could go into this whole thought process that I have. But Airhead Nation updates, again, this goes out to all the moms. And, again, if you're a single without kids, maybe you got a significant other without kids, I know you were thinking of your mom or spending time with your mom. So big ups from OLP. We love all the moms out there. Airhead Nation updates brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. They just concluded the Sequoia and Dangerous Water Apparel. The cool thing is you can go to H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. You can order either of these. What they do is um, they allow for any extras that they purchased. You can still kind of go out there, and it looks like, and pick. Now, of course, you're going to miss out on the talls and the, the extra larger sizes and stuff like that. Uh, but you can get small to 4X for the most part, actually 5X. They have the stickers. So for the first time, they're uh, not only offering the front sticker um, with the cool H-A-M-M-E-R-D logo, but they're also offering the full artwork as a sticker. And if you want the banner, you do have to go to the Hammered Banners section. Uh, Mike and I purchased a couple of these banners when you go to Hammered Banners you get a chance to hit the drop down and select whatever banner they have. So Dangerous Waters, our friend, our homie, our brother, Chad Luke, Big Ops. I had to get that banner, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I love what Hamburg Weekend Wear does. One of my favorite brands, if not favorite brand, in this scene of ours, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com. All right, so the last thing we talked about 1988 earlier with Die Hard. I did recap 1987 because we had a little extra time. And on this episode, if I'm not able to link up with our awesome guest this week, then we're going to run it for next week. And that's okay because I got a lot of stuff going on, I'm trying to balance you know, work, and Mike's getting out of town. Mike's actually off Tuesday to Friday, you know, the rest of the week. He did work Monday. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. But he had a, just a ton of stuff from his side business uh, to getting out of town, to get up to Alabama, you know, all that stuff going on. So um, although, you know, you could say, hey, man, I'm, I'm waiting for a, another interview. We appreciate that. Believe me, there's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot more episodes for the rest of this year. It also gives us the opportunity to maybe spend a little time with the fam, 
uh, go out to eat if we need to or whatnot. So just bear with us. But 1988, man, what an awesome year. I think back 86, 87, 88, even 89, man, so many good memories, so much cool stuff in pop culture. So I'll just cover a couple of these. I usually compile these from different websites. This one's on Ultimate Classic Rock. They typically will do these write-ups that'll just kind of encompass a lot of stuff, and it makes it easy. But we talked about with Maze last week, um, Guns N' Roses, their debut album in 87, but the, uh, in 1988, Guns N' Roses really started to capitalize on their uh, stratospheric fame with the hastily released Guns N' Roses Lies. Other musical moments include Iron Maiden's uh, adoption of synthesizers while hip-hop found its way into the mainstream. So when you look at some of these things like Guns N' Roses, this is mind-blowing to me. It took uh, more than a year for Guns N' Roses' debut album, Appetite for Destruction, to reach the top of the Billboard 200 charts, album charts, which it finally did on August 6th of 88. By this point, Guns N' Roses, um, they were kind of already shifting into high gear, and the band's record label wanted to capitalize, as they often did in that era, on the pandemonium. So Guns N' Roses interrupted their touring schedule, got back in the studio and recorded a handful of mostly acoustic songs. By coupling these with several live tracks, the band gave birth to GNR Lies, so Guns N' Roses Lies. Highlights include Heart-Wrenching Patience, a cover of Aerosmith's Mama Ken, and a new version of Appetite album cut, You're Crazy. Uh, Lies sold more than 5 million copies, and if you were you know, kind of um, in that era, you knew that they were big. Now, although I was pretty young, Oh, kind of a cool thing. My neighbor, um, there were two sisters. The older sister was literally like in love with Guns N' Roses. Like her whole room was, you know, cutouts and things like that. Her name was Stacy. And, um, you know, she was the one that had told me something that I remember from a kid that I mentioned last week that if you look in the Paradise City vid- music video, there's a there's a person that I think is on someone's shoulders and they have a, a pass on. And I don't know if that was like a nod to someone had snuck in with like a fake VIP pass or something with Axl Rose. I don't know how much that story is even really true, but that was something I remembered from her as a you know as a young kid uh, talking about Guns N' Roses. You know, if you think about Rain Man was a big movie of that era. Um, to all of our Los Angeles Dodgers fans, uh, you couldn't forget uh, Gibson's home run. You know, helps the LA Dodgers win. Uh, the World Series. This is funny to me. The California Raisins become stars. And I was going to joke with Mike when I was researching for this episode. I have the cassette here from 1988. Sweet, delicious, and marvelous. The California Raisins, which you may not know, it's on the same record label as Ice Cube was, Priority Records. You know, they found a good footing with releasing this. And you look at it now and kind of go, man. That was only you know thirty five years ago. It's kind of it's kind of hard to even think that uh, that was cool then, but it was. Die Hard uh, makes Bruce Willis a star, so we talked about that earlier. I knew in nineteen eighty eight that the um, the franchise started, and I, I knew that Mike would probably know that one because you know he and I go back and forth on is it a Christmas movie? I don't think anybody says it's their favorite Christmas movie because let's be honest. It's it's not uh, meant to be like your favorite Christmas movie. You know, you're thinking like Elf and things like that. But it is a Christmas movie. 
contrary to whatever Mike says. Uh, Nike makes advertising history, would just do it. So in 88, if you're you know anyone that was into sports or the Michael Jordan era or anything, uh, you'll remember Nike launched one of the most successful campaigns in advertising history. Of course, with the debut of the slogan, Just Do It, the catchphrase had an unlikely inspiration. Gary Gilmore, a murderer who was executed in Utah in 77, had famously uttered, let's do it, before the death by firing squad. Okay, Years later, advertising executive Dan Whedon recalled the words tweaking the slight, uh, tweaking slightly for Nike's campaign. Uh, I like the do it part of it. Whedon later recalled, none of us really paid much attention. We thought, yeah, that'd work. The phrase has become one of the most the most identifiable slogans in advertising and largely credited with Nike's rise in popularity in the late 80s and 90s. So pretty cool stuff. So, um, you know, twins proves good things to come in twos. There's a cool photo I'll have to reshare it from Orange Beach Invasion with Mike being kind of the Danny DeVito and John Lopez being the Arnold. And those two uh, go to link up Mike and John Lopez with Eastbound Get Down, which is every January in Florida. Uh, of course, the Lakers win a championship. You know, you two uh, make the noise, make noise with rattle and hum. I remember listening to that cassette with my dad. Still have that one. And you know, so many other things. Um, you know, the rock icons unite in traveling Wilburys. Um, love, love, love. If you ever look them up, if you're a Tom Petty fan, check them out. You know, Roseanne, you know, you just think of all these different things, right? And I remember one of my favorite memories of 88 was Beetlejuice. And Mike said it earlier. That's just such a cool movie. Uh, Tim Burton, you know, at, at his best. And uh, truly, truly love. I believe that they're supposed to re relaunch that with a second movie. I've kind of heard rumblings of that. I don't know how true it is, but we'll have to see. I think that's all I want to cover. I mean, there's a lot of other cool stuff. I mean, be honest with you. If you just Google 1988, um, you know, pop culture or whatever, it's freaking awesome. Great year. So um, if we are able to link up with the guests, we will for this week. Uh, just been, again, um, trying to balance everything. If you get an opportunity, go over on Lincoln Addict, whether it's on YouTube. You can listen to the podcast. You can also see my new videos, and I'm having fun. I'm actually doing eBay listing reviews. So I'll talk about what's good about the car. I'll talk about what they need to add more to the listing. I'll talk about these people that are out of their minds trying to sell Lincolns for $130,000 that really are not worth that much money. But I do it in a politically correct, kind of a PC way, not to try to offend anyone, not trying to take money out of the seller's pocket, trying to help buyers and trying to also bring awareness to how eBay listings can be improved. Check it out, Lincoln Addict, on uh, any podcast platform or YouTube. You can check out the videos. ODB, stay low, like Mike always says. I think Brian Good says that, though. Stay low. That's his shirt. That's his slogan. So check out his podcast, Good People. Stay on the rise. That's what we say. We out here. Peace. Peace.